Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. All righty. Hey, how you doing, happy people? Hello. We are back. And it's, uh, it never fails, right? I'm always expecting a response, and it's just, I'm just a, I'm just a, a crowd guy. There's that you one know? person on the other side who's like, hey, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hope they never see me in person. They'll be like, hi, be, Raymond. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, say hi to my wife, yeah, okay? Exactly. You know? <laughs> don't let my wife see you. <laughs> yeah, she, she got the four-fifth, you know, so, right. so, so don't be careful with that one. <laughs> Can I get your autograph? Uh, like, no, 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 but you can get this where I stand, go yeah, and really. pass it out to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> get the Bible. Here you go. Right, you exactly. know? <laughs> wow, my wife standing over there. She be ready to disciple you. No, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife's over there. You know, so. ready to strangle you if you try ring. Uh huh. Or him. <laughs> yeah. you know, all right, but it's your host, Ray Tucker. And Jay Jones. And we're here, again, telling you where we stand on cultural issues from a Christian and black perspective. Yes, we are. And that's not the reason why we're in black and white, by the way. No. So, in case it's your first time seeing this. So Again, I'm sure I said this before, but we are both not ashamed. That's right. You know, I'm in 116. Yep. So today, we're going to be talking about on circumcision and the old system of faith, that is. Right. And we're going to talk about the origin of circumcision, symbolism, symbology behind that, uh, the purpose, identity, and then circumcision of the heart. That's right. So let's go ahead and jump into it because we got a lot, a lot of ground to cover and not a whole lot of time. Um, so where does circumcision come from? Because a lot of people, I remember one time um, a friend of mine, um, well, I'll say friend, but we was in a same connection class together, and um, kind of—I mean, <laughs> a brother in Christ. How about there that? you go, you know, a brother in Christ. You know, we we, we we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. Anyways, brother in Christ, he had this question about circumcision, and he asked me the question like, "Why do all black people get circumcised?" Stuff like that, and I'm like, "Okay." I'm not circumcised. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what it's do you mean? It's my first time hearing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and because he was asking because you know they were um, going to adopt a, uh, a child, right? Uh. And then they were they were asking, you know, some of the questions they were asked was, you know, in terms of preference, right? Do you prefer a child that's circumcised or uncircumcised, really? stuff like that? Yeah, you know, and um, so he was asking me that question. You're like, why do why do black people more often than not get get circumcised? And I'm like, I didn't really have an answer for him at the time because I'm like, I'm not circumcised. I don't not know any other black man that is circumcised. I don't go around asking that question. Uh, you, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm like, hey, dude, you circumcised? Right. You know, like, huh? So I was kind of thrown for it a loop for money. that. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thrown for a loop for that, right. you know, and. And so, so it's kind of the background of why we get into the origin. Like, where does it come from? Mm. You know, a lot of people think that it's just medical reasons or right. it's cleanliness stuff like that. Right, well, right. let's get into that, right? So we're gonna jump right in to uh, Genesis seventeen nine through fourteen the ESV. You wanna take this one? I got it. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you 
and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins. And this shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male child in your generations, he who is born in your house or brought with money from any foreigner who is not your descendant, he who is born in your house and he who is brought with your money must be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Amen. So that's, that's where it comes from. And that also gets codified into the Jewish law in Leviticus 12, 13 right, right. on, on the eighth day of the flesh or foreskin shall be circumcised. Right. And that word circumcised literally means to be cut off. It can also be translated into destroy. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that's where it comes from. All right. Pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing, not, not too much wiggle room to, for interpretation there. Like it's, no. you know, you the command circumcise yourself. Yeah. Like there, there's, when it comes to these kind of narratives and a law, it's cut and dry. Right. Like it's 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 black and white. You know, mm -hmm. that's why we're in black and white, right? <laughs> I'm gonna get those jazz in when I can. Right. You know. But um so pretty straightforward where it comes from. That's that's where circumcision comes from and so moving on. I love the uh, consistent pattern of uh, God having order. Like you see in the beginning with Adam, he's giving him these commands, don't do this, don't do that, you know. Get circumcised. I'm going to set you guys apart. Y'all going to be different from the rest of the world. Yep. You know, obey. Exactly. Obedience is a consistent pattern of those who uh, are to serve the Lord. Obedience is a requirement. Obedience is better than sacrifice to yes. the Lord. Yes. You know, so let's get into some of the symbology behind, like, what does it mean? Like, you get circ okay, you're circumcised, right? Okay, what does it mean now? Right. All right. So let's get into some of that. And it shall be a sign. This word sign... You know, it means a signal, you know, distinguishing mark, a banner, mm -hmm. something to something of remembrance, mm -hmm. right? Miraculous. It can mean an omen. Right. You know, a warning, a token, an ensign, like a flag, right? Uh, a standard, again, like a flag, mm -hmm. um, a miracle, a proof. You know, it's all the kind of things that a sign can mean, right? So that's kind of just in general, just for a procedure, you got to put that out there, right? Right. Um... But one of the things like I mentioned, like, because embedded in that definition is, you know, removal, right? Uh, so one of, the, one of the symbology of it is removal of sin. Right. You know, I'm kind of a little tongue-tied here. Sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> so circumcision was a symbol of the cutting away of the flesh to pursue the things of God and of his spirit. Right, and this comes from the Blue Letter Bible. When you look that up. So consistent with this pattern again. Just the cutting away of the sin and pursuing him. Mm -hmm. Well, he don't miss, do he? <laughs> no, he don't. Wow. Another one. You know, it symbolizes the law. Because mm -hmm. circumcision is a symbol that stands for the whole law. Right. And Paul gets into this, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he talks about how if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna go ahead and get circumcised, then you might as well keep the whole law. Right. You know, and then and then you know, Jesus is of no no benefit. Right. You know, it's of no advantage. Right. Right. Yep. And then it's kind of lose back to Galatians. Yeah. You talk about Galatians five too, where Paul was writes about that. 
Right. Interesting, too, how the circumcision is not what justified them. It is a byproduct of their... Uh, it, it, it proves that they belong to him, right? It's, yeah. The, the act of obedience comes after the uh, conviction, after you yep. believing. It, but it's not what justified them. Though. Exactly. And because even Abraham was justified before... Because of his faith, right, yep. right, which is why Paul is having the issue with these people. Uh, what, what are you getting circumcised for? Mm-hmm. You, you're already justified. You believe. Don't let these individuals come and tell you that circumcision is a requirement for you to be justified. Yep. Anyways, I'm getting ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so another um, symbology here is the pain of sin. Right. All right. So circumcision is a symbol that stands for the pain of sin and the blood that must be shed to atone for sin. Right. Right. Oof. Yeah. Another thing that, that I thought about was um, circumcision is something that you can't do on your own. Right. You know, like to even keep that part of the law, you need the help of someone else who is <laughs> bigger than you, right. who is stronger than you, right. who is able right. when you're not able. You don't even know, you're not even aware uh, of it. Right. You're not even aware that, you know, you, you need to be circumcised. Right. All right. So that's what I mean by loss. Like, you're not even aware of it. Man, I never even thought about... I just had a daughter, right? So, of course, she's not getting circumcised. I'm like, man, if I have a son, you know, and he gets circumcised, that poor baby. <laughs> they got to heal up and everything. Uh-huh. Think about that. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's painful. Yeah. It really is painful. Wow. You know, so, yeah, that's one sin, one symbol, some, some symbol of it. And it wasn't uh, modern day that they were getting circumcised. Man, they had flint rocks. Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to know, man. Ooh. I don't even, man. It was so bad that I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the story. I can't. Um, man, who got one of the somebody got raped by a group of people in the oh, Bible? I can't you remember. Tamar. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't think it. It wasn't Tamar. Tamar was raped by her brother, but it was. It was one of Jacob's uh, daughters that no, got. But ra- the, think the two Tamars. Okay. I, mean, might, I think they both got ready to be. It, it might have. That's great. Don't name your kids that much. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that's um, Tamar Braxton. So, too right, bad for that. Right. But she got uh, raped, and her brother, uh, her brothers ended up going and uh, killing the whole nation of people. But one of the requirements uh, to have the sister was they were like, circumcise all the men. But it was to make them weak so that they can come and kill them. Yeah. But they were so weak from the circumcision that yep. they were able to kill all of them. All the men. That that amount of pain had y'all that weak that you couldn't even fight back. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> y'all couldn't lift a sword, nothing. Not wow. a bow and arrow, nothing. Ooh, man. A whole city just yep. done. I got to go back and get the names on that story. But anyway. Yeah. We'll put it in the description. It'll, it'll, it'll be in the blog. Check yeah. the blog, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, let's talk about the symbology of the new man. You want to take this one? Yeah. When practiced according to God's law, the ritual of circumcision pertains to men. That is, males taking place on the eighth day after purification. Eight is the number of new beginnings. I just realized that is severely misspelled. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I copied and pasted. I didn't even catch that. Wow. <laughs> and I still didn't mess it up. <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> Eight is the number of new beginnings. The idea being that seven is the number of perfection. And seven plus one, eight, 
restarts the cycle. Thus, the eighth day of the week is Sunday. In reality, the beginning of the new week, the last great day, which occurs eight days after the Feast of Tabernacles begins, looks forward to the day when God will make all things new. This is important symbolic this is the important symbolic message behind physical circumcision. The boy, dash, the man, dash, circumcised <laughs> on the eighth day is a new man. Why are you reading dash like that? <laughs> the people on the podcast. No, I <laughs> Sometimes I got to be a little funny. A little, 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that, that's taken from um, uh, Choosing the New Man Part 2 by uh, Charles Whitaker. Who uh, he actually passed away this year? He just died. Yeah, yeah, 1944 to, to, to 2021. Wow. Um, from the magazine article, The Forerunner, uh, March April edition 2003. So it's been been out for a while. Um, that's why he makes the observation okay. about how um, circumcision is the symbolic of the new man. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. That's also where that spelling error comes from. But uh, wow. <laughs> Charles Whitaker, not to be mistaken for Forrest Whitaker. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, you know, um, let's talk about the symbology of baptism, right? Ooh. So we pulled this right out of Colossians two eleven. I was excited when I when I found this. I'm like, oh wow, this is awesome. Yeah, we All were right? on the phone. And he was like, Jay, I found. I found the scripture. <laughs> but anyways, um, Colossians 2, 11 through 14, New King James Version. Uh, in him, you were also, circ- also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism in which you were also, you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, that is the law, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Yeah. Well, I should say that's our sins, I should say, to to be more accurate. Right. You know, so... You know, again, this is from, I don't want to say again, but it's, it's very similar magazine, um, The Forerunner, different edition. This is, um, was God nailed to the cross? Um, or at least it's where he at least pointed to that, right? right? So in verses 11 to 13, Paul explains what Christ did for us and how those who believed believed in him are now spiritually circumcised the subject under discussion is the means of our justification paul is saying that when we repented and were baptized the old man of sin was buried in a watery grave and our sins were completely forgiven through our faith in the sacrifice of christ after being raised out of the water we were made alive with him and imputed to be righteous in god's sight Paul refers to this process of circum- as circumcision made without hands. That is spiritual circumcision. All right. And that's from um, Earl L. Hen. Um, the name of that one was, uh, was, God's, was God's law nailed to the cross. Um, he passed away several years ago, uh, 1997. Um, again, by the same magazine, Forerunner. All right. June 95 edition. If you if you're looking that up, so. But yeah, well said.